What's up, y'all? Welcome to the fourth installment of the Socially Distant Podcast. Today, we got a great episode for y'all. We getting right into the shit today, oh, y'all. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up. You know what today is, bro. You know what today is, bro. You got to go like this. Your hands sound kind of dry over there, my nigga. You need some lotion? All right, starting at foot four. Number 65, the CEO of the SDP, the big booty lover, number one misogynist, Raggy Boyer. Standing at six foot four. Number 24, the jokester of the SDP, the number one beef maker, Josh Singleton. Recording on Sunday, Sunday, April 19th. Y'all gonna hear this on Wednesday, but if y'all don't know what the significance of today is, it's the day that the last dance is dropping on ESPN. This is not a promo. We just big fans of basketball and we're gonna watch this doc as a family. And we're gonna get it popping. But we're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna give y'all a little preview later. We gonna start with our little our little intro. Uh, get to the weekly Corona. Uh, before we do that, I just wanna once again shout out the essential workers, uh, healthcare professionals, all the all the Amazon drivers, the Amazon warehouse workers, supermarket employees, everybody who still who still gotta get up and leave the house to go to work. Everybody who working from home. Uh, and shout out to the people who got laid off, man. I know it's I know it's hard, but you know, we gonna we gonna get through it. Uh, we all going through the same thing right now. You know what I'm saying? So without without further ado, Josh gonna take it away. Give us the little update. All right, this is my weekly Rona, y'all. Keep y'all asses in the crib, yo. Y'all drawing. All y'all niggas in Jacksonville. Y'all went to the beach after 30 minutes. They just opened that shit. Y'all y'all don't want to have a summer, yo. Like y'all y'all just went right for the setup. Right for the setup. They just they just like, all right, let's let's see how Florida does with it. Y'all niggas failed that, John. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. If if anybody listening to this from Florida, I don't care. Fuck y'all niggas, man. Florida <laughs> Florida Florida really the worst, bro. The worst, bro. Really the worst, bro. I don't know what's in y'all water down there. Y'all be wilding. Y'all niggas wasn't taking it serious in the beginning. In the middle, not, not now. Yeah. But so what, seriously, what's your boy from New York with, that was talking about that you wanted to talk about? From New York? Oh, Governor Andrew Cuomo from New mm-hmm. York, man. He was just he was just straight at Trump, bro. I was I was he was being fair. He was being fair, but he was being a real nigga about it. I'll leave the mm-hmm. link in the description if y'all want to go check that video out. But um I just I just thought that he he really laid everything down properly, and uh, he just he just he let niggas know what the fuck was going on. He was being transparent, and I I respect that. But we are at like the four or five week mark, bro. How you how you doing, man? Like, bro, I just want to get out the crib, bro. You feel me? This point, bro, I'm only I'm only leaving out the crib to make grocery runs with my mom. That's, <laughs> That's about it. Even even the grocery even the grocery stores is crazy. Like. 
Oh, and in PA, they making you wear a mask now, like wherever store or anything you go to. So mm-hmm. like, y'all got your mask is masks and all that. You gotta go get them. Like the line, the lines is crazy. Like they to the back of the store. Like <laughs> it's it's really crazy. Like um, being in the crib is, I guess it is what it is at this point. Like I, I mean, I guess I found a little routine. It was harder in the beginning. Yeah, it's definitely harder, but like now it's like it's whatever. Like I now it's it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like routine, but it's it's definitely not a routine. I want to get I want to get used to. Used to you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I'm I think it, everybody do y'all part. You know what I'm saying? And the and the more y'all do y'all part, the quicker we gonna we gonna get a summer. All right. I know y'all thoughts want to be out here shaking y'all ass at the bar, <laughs> all that. So do your part. Stay in the house now so you can have a summer. So you can thought and plot and do y'all little hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Talk your shit. Because I know, I I personally know people. You know who I'm talking to. You know who you are. Not staying in the crib. Not social distancing. Who? Take your ass home. Talk your shit. (laughs) (laughs) But today... Is that all for the for the for the weekly Rona, bro? Uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. Y'all know the routine by now, yeah. Just keep your eyes. Yeah, we we gonna keep doing this. Uh, if we got a real update for y'all, we definitely going we definitely gonna share it with y'all in, in in the coming weeks. But right now, it's very important to just take care of yourself, take care of your family, stay your ass in the house, wash your hands, drink water, all that. Today we have a very special. <clears throat> very special guest today. Got a very special interview. So um we're gonna we're gonna turn it over to the interview right now. That was pre-recorded, so we're gonna cut to that now. And then we're gonna get back with the rest of the episode. Good. What's up, y'all? Today on the socially distant podcast, we have a very special interview, very special guest, and exclusive. Today we got my guy, my bro. Uh, uh, a very, a very underrated rapper on the scene, my man Nate Runner. Uh, oh yeah, bro! Thank you for having me, man. I'm, I'm happy to be on this podcast, man. Thank y'all for reaching out. Thank, you for, Thank you for coming. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm proud of y'all, man. What's this? Uh, this, what's what number episode is this? Five. This, this episode four. We on four. episode four. Episode yeah. four. Okay, okay. Yeah, we've been doing this for four weeks. We. We uh we definitely finding our little groove and whatnot, you know what I'm saying, and with our consistency overall content. Mm-hmm. That's what's so, up, man. Four weeks strong in the game. You know, we got we got a toast to that, you know. We got we got a long way to go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? How but how you doing though with all the with all the quarantine and everything? Man, you know I'm good, man. Just just trying to maintain, keep my mind right, you know, trying to stay productive in, in all this madness out here, but you know, I'm I'm moving and grooving. Real rap, real rap. Yeah. All right, so we we gonna we gonna get into this little interview. You know what I'm saying? I know I know Josh wanted to start it off. All right, so uh, let's talk about what what made you want to start like rapping. Like what, like what was the one thing that made you like start your career? Um, I always always love music, man. Like I always love love rap. I always love like hip hop. Like just the culture behind it. Like I, you know, it's it's. it's it's our culture, I'm saying. So, my whole life, I, I've been around it and then tapped in with it. So, 
um, I will always just like hear hear different beats or different songs or, like that I liked, and I probably just come up with some shit in my head, but never took it real super serious until I got to college. Uh, my man, he had like a studio set up in his room, so I just used to fuck around and record in his room with him, and then uh, he he made a song. And then I hopped on that and everybody was like gassing my verse up. So I'm like, all right, I might as well just try to see what this thing do. Just I and I was I kept on recording and then I made a couple of songs and then people was rocking with them heavy. So I was just like, yeah, I might as well just keep 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 on going. So who do you think like influences your rap style? Like how do you like like try to rap like I guess? I like everyone has their own flow, but who who would you say like influences you? Um I wouldn't say I try to like sound like anybody because I try, I try to keep it authentic uh, to myself, you know, try to tell my story. But man, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm influenced by so many different people. I would say or just, uh, I, I guess inspired, you could say, like inspired by a number of different artists, man. I love, I love what Currency doing. Um, Don Kennedy, I, I used to rock with him. Well, I rock with him heavy. Uh, that's a legend right there. Man, so many Wayne, Hove, like you name it, man. I, I I always been tapped in with a bunch of different guys, but those those are a few that really come to mind first or first hand. Yeah, I can attest to that. Like a lot of people who I share your music with, um, they do tell me that they that you give the little Dom Kennedy vibes. I definitely see that. That's that's what shows a lot in like the swag, the the tempo of the music and the just the over, your overall aura as an artist, yeah. like I really see that. But you, but you put your own twist on it, and uh, I really, I really fuck with that. I mean, you know, you know, I gotta keep it authentic, man. That's that's the only way to do it, really, on my end, at least. But yeah, I just try to keep everything I do authentic, and I just rap about my life, my lifestyle, shit that's going on. That's what make it fun for me. Like you know, I'm just having fun with it. Okay, Gabe, you got any questions for him? Um, my my main question is like, what's what's your what's your overall goals with the music? Like, where do you see yourself down the line with this? Man, I'm I'm trying to take this thing as big as possible, man. Because I'm trying to make the well, run this club, run this club team is a label, you know. So, in a, in a few years, we're trying to sign a couple of artists, but right now we're building the infrastructure for it. Um, you know, just having big time events like doing different things that people don't do. I want to merge like the, the music with art, like fashion, like the whole nine yards. Uh, we doing it, man. Like I got, I got a whole team behind me, you know, we just we just trying to make a lot happen right now. So in five years, this, this is probably gonna be the biggest thing out, really, honestly. So tell me tell me a little bit about where the inspiration for the Runner Club came from and where, where like the Runner name started and where that originated. Um, me, so me and a couple of the homies, uh, we started this thing called Runners Club. And at first it was just like, we was putting out gear, like we was putting out shirts and shit like that. And, um, the shirts was really like selling out like around campus. Um, and we just decided to just call ourselves like Runners Club. And then from that, I really just took that and ran with it. We had, we hadn't dropped nothing, but we stopped, we was, we was make producing clothes and then we stopped for a little while and people kept asking us like, yo, like, when y'all putting out more, when y'all putting out more gear, when y'all putting out more merch. And then, so it's just like, man, we just gotta bring this thing back. So I just ran with it, like with the music. 
and decided to, you know, mix the music with the, with the fashion aspect of it. So, um, as a, as an artist, like, I know control is very important to you and everything, and I know you got big goals. So, mm -hmm. to help you push these goals along, do you think that the best path for you is to stay independent, or are you thinking about partnering with a label at some point? Because I know that nobody really want to sign a deal today, but yeah. if, if a partnership comes along, would you be willing to take take that up? Um, you know, it just all had to make sense. You know, right now I'm definitely like in the independent state of mind. You know, I'm all for like owning owning your own and controlling your own. So, you know, the independent route is uh is what we're on right now. But you know, if a label situation comes along and it and it benefits us um in more ways than not, then you know, why not? But you know, until then, we we're not signing enough in the list is the right deal. What would be your uh most like uh I'm sorry uh your the label that you want to like sign with if you could sign with a label? Um, I don't I don't really know, man. Like, it it would just have to depend. You know, right now I'm not really like looking at any labels. Like, oh, like I want to go there, I want to go there. It would just it would just have to make sense. Like, whatever team is uh has our best interests, like the runner club at their heart, and like. Who I know gonna pour into us how how we would need it or benefit us, then you know that's that's who we would go with. But you know, right now it's just I'm, you know we we keep we keeping it independent right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, another question for you: What do you feel? How do you feel about the current like rap uh, state of the rap game right now? Like, how do you feel about the new like mumble artists or mumble rappers that they're calling them? Like you more like <laughs> traditional guy that like Jay Z and all them or like. Nah, Bro, I love it. I love it. I feel like the game is just, you know, maturing. Like it's just, there's there's so many different types of music out now that like you gotta kind of spread different rap into different genres. Like I feel like everybody tries to box rap in to make it seem like it should be this one thing. But if you look at all different aspects of music, everywhere has different genres. So there's definitely different genres within rap right now, and I love them. I love them all. You know, they all got a place in the game. It's all it's a lane for everything. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm tapped I'm tapped on everything right now, honestly. So So right now, who's I your like favorite it. so who's your favorite artist out right now? W say. My favorite artist out right now? Mm-hmm. Um I would I would probably I would have to say Tier Weck, man. She she been going crazy. Tier Weck out of Philly. She got she got some favor with her. She she a nice fitter, and you know she bringing something creative to the game. So I think I think I'm I'm a big fan of her right now. Um. So and who would you say your favorite artist is of all time? Mm, of all time. Hmm. I I would I would have I would have to go home, man. Oh, oh just, he's just so influential to the game and, you know, just how he moved throughout the, the industry and, you know, how he pushed the culture forward. Like, he, he really he really the front runner in my eyes, you know. Like, just, just bla trailblazing and leading that pathway to, you know, ownership and, you know, doing it, doing it the right way with his squad, keeping control of everything. And then, you know, the music is undeniable, so I'm, I'm going to have to go home. Okay. Is he, are you trying are you trying to build like uh, Runner Club up like like how he did with his? Uh, yeah, thing? 
Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. That's that's definitely the, the goal, man, to get it to the point where we could, you know, have complete ownership of everything and, you know, be putting other people in positions to where they can succeed under us. You know what I'm saying? That's really the ultimate goal and really just going into different avenues with it, not even just music. So, yeah, I would say, I would say he's a great trailblazer in that aspect. Yeah. It's funny that, that you know, we, we bring up Hov. Because I feel like Hove is just like the the embodiment of how hip hop has been aging. You know what I'm saying? Up up to a certain point, hip hop was in its infancy stage. So I think that's why you're seeing it branch out so much because because now you got the legacy acts like Hove and, and mm-hmm. all the all the the the, the pioneers of hip hop, and then all the all the guys that came in with that class kind of birthed all this new stuff so it's kind of like it's kind of getting to a point where where rock and roll is that's where hip-hop is heading towards you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. like it's, for it's sure, getting there for sure. and you know what i'm saying so like tell me tell me how influential your team is to your success as an artist because i know it's, it's no artist that ever made it Without without a solid team around them, oh my God, man, your team is everything. Nobody can do anything by do everything by themselves, you know. So, you you only as strong as your team is. So, I got I got a, a amazing team behind me. Like, um, shout out shout out to my guy Kenny, who been rocking with me uh, since day one. Has Brand Trey Shaq, uh, Life Crazy Zay. Like the whole squad, I got I got people like doing creative direction for me, um, production, um, every every everything you could think of, bro. Like everything that I do is just a collaborative a collaborative effort, and I think everything that I do has been tasteful, and people have been, um, you know, re- singing so many praises of like how the rollouts and everything look, but that's really just a testament of the team, honestly. Yeah, like uh, your rollouts, you you definitely for an uh, artist with no real backing or or like the same resources that other people have. Like I think that your rollouts are like they they really perfect. Like I remember this summer at the at the little listening party that that was that that atmosphere was electric. It was very intimate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I thought it definitely did what it was supposed to do. You know what I mean? And it just shows the the kind of the kind of attention to detail that you pay, and and the the work that you put into your craft. Yeah, man. Like you, you get out what you put in. So like, we make we make sure everything looks good. Like it's aesthetically solid. Like before we put it out, because I mean, every everybody who I hang with and myself, like we all got great taste. So like, if it if we don't rock with it, then we not we not ever gonna put it out. You know, like if we like something. Then, Nine times out of ten, a lot of other people are gonna like it just because it's, it looks good or it's tasteful or it sounds good. So people people fuck with that. Like they see the organic work we we, we put it in, and I think they they just kind of drawn to it. So every everything been loved so far, man. For sure. So is that is that kind of part of the reason why you uh, take a while to put out new music? Because I know your debut project followed some singles and then. Which was supercharged, and then you waited two years to release to release flavors, and I just wanted to know why it was like 
gaps between the music because the music the music is great and you know what i'm saying we we want more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but but you give it to us when you give it to us yeah because i mean up up until this point my style has always just been like you know living life living life and then just going and record like whenever whenever i, I feel like it or whatever but you know now i'm recording at a much more frequent rate so i've been you know, recording a lot more music, so I'm, I'm about to put a lot more out this year, next year, whatever, and every every year in the, in, the, in the future, you know? So I think it's really just been a result of me just like going through life, you know, experiencing different things. Um, and it, it just gave me more to talk about whenever I drop the project, because I'm really just rapping about my life, so. I got a question. I, I, yeah. I'm actually looking at your uh, new music video out right now, No Mansion, right? I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it. with it? Yeah, I'm fucking with it. Yeah. But what was the inspiration behind it, like the music video? Like, what, 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 like, can you give us like the rundown, like where y'all thought the idea to like have like, who's that AI in the background? Yeah, like, AI how, in the background. Yeah, can y'all get? Can you... I mean, if you if you hear the uh, the hook on there, I'm saying like I'm a big man on the campus, don't live in no mansion. Uh, I I was. I mean, maybe like two weeks ago, I was just fucking around in the crib, like listening to beats like that I got, that I got. And uh, that one just, just stepped out to me, shout out to Lil Fubu. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm rocking to it. Just like, that That was the first thing that came to mind. Like, I'm the big man on the camp and shit. Don't live in no mansion. You know, cause I always, I never saw myself as the type to live in a mansion. Like I always wanted like a condo, like, a compound type of crib like that, rather than like a big ass mansion. So, I mean, that came out and then I'm saying like, I'm the big man on the campus. And my favorite player ever to play the game of basketball is Allen Iverson. And when he was going to Georgetown, you know, he was the biggest thing out. So it just made sense to put like old AI clips in the background in the video. I really and do. Shout, and shout out, shout out to my bro Hess too. He came out, he came out with that idea actually. Like the AI clips in the background. I, I like the you know, idea. It, it, it came on fire. So I'm I'm guessing that this this is like a this is like a little taste of the next project, which is which is when, and when when can we expect that, and what can we expect from it? Man, so the next project is going to be called Very New Heights. That's dropping this summer. It's coming very soon. Um, I'm excited about that one. I've been working on that. Um, you know, still in, still in the middle of recording it, like almost through. But yeah, with that on that that's gonna turn a lot of hairs in that drop. I'm telling you for sure. So it's it's that fire. So how is how is all this all this that's going on in the world? How is how is it affecting your rollout for the project, or how is it going to affect the rollout? Damn, I actually just had a discussion about this the other day, man. Uh, it's, it's really not going to affect too much of the rollout just because um, we dropped the merch with it. So you could you could buy the merch online. And people in the house, so people listen to music at a higher rate than they were before. So, mm -hmm. you know, everybody going to be tuned in. The only thing is I wanted to have a physical listening party. Um, like we was going to have, we was going to do a pool party type of situation uh, and a couple other special things. But We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll see. Um, I was thinking the summer for the rollout, so we'll see how all this how all this pans out. Definitely. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully everything everything is uh kind of settled by then. So you know, 
you you able to do what you want to do with it because I think that those are some very good ideas that you got for it. Yeah, I mean, regardless of how it go, we gonna we gonna figure something out and make it special. So yeah, we're right. So uh, I got a little I got a little little fun fantasy question for you. Um, if you could collab with any producer or artist, who would it be? I think I know the answer, but I want to I want to hear I want to hear you. Producer or artist? Yeah. Any, like any ever. Mm, mm, yeah. I always, you know what? I always wanted to do a, a whole project with Pharrell. I think, I think that would be fire. That's where I was gonna go. I yeah, that's what yeah. You, you know, you know me well, bro. You know me well. I think, a, I think a full Pharrell produced project would just, it would, it would shake things up. It would really shake things up. Okay. I got and I got a question for you. Uh, can you give me your Mount Rushmore rappers? Like who's up there? Damn, Mount Rushmore rappers. Um, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go Biggie first and foremost. Like okay. Biggie, Biggie just had every single attribute, every single attribute that you would want in a a fire rapper. Like he had the delivery, he had the flow, the bars, the stories, like. Everything, everything Black. that you would that embodies a great rapper. So he got he gotta go first. Um of course, as I mentioned before, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a whole second after that. Um then I'm gonna have to go with my with Wayne, man. Wayne, Wayne was just so influential at, and Wayne, especially Wayne the, the time the time that I was coming up, Wayne was just he was killing everything. It wasn't nothing that he got on that he wasn't killing, like. The whole mixtape run era, that, that shit is unprecedented. So definitely, definitely Wayne. Um next after that, I'm gonna have to put Yay up there, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put Yay up there, man. Kanye. Every damn near everybody at work that he put out was a classic. You can't you can't deny that. You can't deny that. I know he's been controversial for a number of other reasons, but um the music the music is undeniable man the music and how polarizing it was and you know how, how what what he was talking about is everything everything you had to you had to put yay up there um at this point you gotta put drake up there too man you gotta put drizzy up there you gotta put the boy driz you gotta put the boy driz yes. man oh that's you gotta put drake somewhere in it. yeah yeah, I mean, I mean that speaks for itself. I really don't got to say too much on that. Mass, but. The interesting, the interesting thing about Drake to me is like, even even if it seemed like a miss at the time, his music, his music, like it's like wine. It's going to grow and it's going to get better. With <laughs> like, like it don't like when he put out more life. That shit was fucking garbage to me. Like, more life? I couldn't listen yeah, to it. I don't know what he's talking about. To me, personally, bro, personally, I think, then, I think like, more life is the best project. one of my favorites. Best I'm project? Go out, but I'm going to go out and say he, that's his best project. Hot take, I know, but to me, I think that was his best project, man. And you know what? His, I can agree with that now. It was his most diverse sounded project. It flowed so well together. Like, mm -hmm. pretty much every song was hard. Like, I really can't deny that project. I think that was that might have been the most cohesive project I've I've probably heard in in a long like in a while like yeah it's more like the way it just flowed I mean he said it it was a it was a playlist 
and I, I think that's how a playlist should flow. It should be mm -hmm. cohesive. The transitions were seamless. Like I always, I always talk about this one in particular. The one, the transition from forty four twenty two to Galchester. I don't think it's gonna be another seamless transition like that on wow. an album wow. ever. Like yeah. that was perfect. It was, it was definitely, it definitely did what it needed to do, man. That was seamless like that, for sure. So you said, going back to when you said that you want to eventually sign artists, what kind of artists do you do you want to work with and sign to to be under the Runner Club banner? Man, I love all different types of music, man. So if your sound is just, is fire, it don't even matter what you do. You can sing, rap, whatever, like. If if your sound is fire, and we vibe on a, on a personal level, then, then you can rock with the club. You know what I'm saying you gotta be sturdy, but your music gotta be extremely fire too. So, or you just or you just giving a a, a a nice a nice flavor. You giving some type of flavor to people, like whether it's with the music, the swag, or whatever. You know. I'm really uh, I'm really glad you took your time out your day. To you know, what I'm saying, come and come and give us this look, cause I mean, I know you, I know you hot, cause you know I've been there since day one, and I want everybody else to know. I want, you know, what I'm saying, I wanted this to be mutually beneficial for the both of us. You feel me? Of course, of course, bro. You know what I'm saying? This this for L, bro. This for you L. know. What I'm saying we any anything we, we record we recording this on a Sunday, so I I think I know what you're gonna be doing tonight. You know what I'm saying? You you know what everybody's gonna be doing tonight. <laughs> gonna be tapped into that last dance. Tapped in, baby. Cause this, just, this should be to... this should be interesting, man. Just because I've never heard Jordan's story uh being told uh from a more extensive standpoint. Personal? Like I've yeah, from a more personal standpoint. Like I've I've heard about the gambling, you know, you hear about um all the, the NBA stories with um but you, nobody really ever told the story extensively, so this should be interesting. I'm, I'm gonna be tapping well, that's, for sure. That's definitely to me. It seems like Jordan is one of the most buttoned-up, PR-heavy athletes that we've ever seen. Like he never, yeah. he never did an interview sweaty. Like he always put the suit and the <laughs> earring on before he stepped on the podium. He so had to man. He, he been a face. He been a face of the NBA for like for, for years, years. I know that I know that Jordan Jordan had a great PR team behind him because he said once we see this, uh, we going we gonna think he a horrible dude. Yeah, I already I, knew that, but I can't I can't wait I can't wait. Yeah, man, I, I heard some questionable things about Jordan, man, but we'll we'll see. I man. hear some questionable things. Yeah. I think I don't I don't think they really <laughs> we'll going see, they really gonna go there though because I mean Jordan did approve it, so I don't think they really gonna go there. I think this is gonna be like strictly basketball. I could be wrong. No, they said I. I saw. Yeah, that's that's you know what that's how they've been rolling it out, like from the trailers and everything. It looked like it's going to be focused on the three P, but I think they're going to dive a little deeper. They have to. I, I, they, I hope so. Like uh, Dennis Rodman going to like wrestle and stuff like that during the finals and all that. Like they're going to talk about it all. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to hear about Jordan. I want to hear about Jordan being a fucking degenerate. That's what I want to hear about. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what they got in store for us, bro. All right. Like I said, thank you. Um, thank you for being here. Tell the tell the people where they could check you out at. 
you know what I'm saying, where they could where they could listen to you and tap in. Man, tap in everywhere, man. Nate Runner at Nate Runner on every uh social media platform, every streaming service is Nate Runner. And that's R U N N U R, not with the E R. Um, you know, just just Google me, man. It's out there. You know, tap into the music whenever you got some spare time. Cause it's it's only gonna get bigger and better. So tune in. I got one more Make thing. Sure. I got one more thing for you before you leave. Uh, anything you want to say to uh, people on the come up, like uh, upcoming rappers or anything like that, or someone who want to get to the same level as you? Man, just just believe in yourself. Stay persistent. Stay consistent. Uh, make sure you're putting out quality work. I'm saying don't put out no bullshit um, and take it seriously, man. If you if you only gonna get it, get out, get out of it what you put in. So make sure you're putting in that time, that work. And it's and being positive and spreading love, and it, and it should come back to you tenfold, you know? All right. Word. Everybody make sure they go stream that that No Mansion. That's out now. Go no stream Mansion out now. Watch the video. Go stream Flavor. Stream song. Stream Flavor, stream Supercharged, all that, man. Tap in with me. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Later, y'all guys, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you too, good brother. All right, have a good one. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview. Make sure y'all go check out Nate Runner's music. Uh, we appreciate him for coming on the show. Um, Running streams up. The music is great. I wouldn't have no nothing on here that I didn't believe in myself. Uh, but we got a we got a lot to get to with the rest of this episode, man. Like the I I don't know if y'all got coronavirus in y'all brains, what, but. The internet been running wild, bro. Super wild, it's crazy bro. out here. It's crazy out here, bro. And so we're, I, getting, we're, I, getting we're getting to these Netflix shows. We get, we get into the definitely could get into these Netflix shows. We can get into right. these Netflix shows because right, we. So, so everybody, my man Josh. All right, so I put in stumbled on, upon. I definitely stumbled upon this. I was on Netflix, and uh, I've been seeing like this trend on Netflix. The little like dating or whatever shows first started with the circle then love is blind and then now this new one too hot to handle i think this might be the best one out of them all bro it's definitely my favorite one bro so um, let, we'll give you like a little <laughs> breakdown of it um so what was it 13 i think people something like that somewhere around that place. something like that it's just a, a bunch of bunch of people like on young a, people in the in their 20s in our island yeah, on the island, and there's a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, a hundred thousand uh, dollars that in a pot in the pot that they all can like split between everyone. And here's a catch to it: every single time someone kisses someone, or have sex with someone, or inappropriate touching, inappropriate touching, do that too. They lose money from the pot. So, give y'all a little thing: kiss can worth three thousand dollars. The last three thousand dollars taken away from everyone's money. So and but we not we not even gonna tell y'all we not wow. even gonna tell y'all how much everything else is worth. Y'all just gotta tap into that joint. Once again, there's no promo. We only talk about shit that we like on here. Mm, exactly. But I I like that one because there's a good message behind it. Uh, like you said, definitely. It ends up it, it does end up being a good message. Like when I think Netflix, what they dating shows, they have been very good at like making it seem like oh it's just like another dumbass reality show but in all actuality i think the circle the 
the Love is Blind and, and Too Hot to Handle, I think they all they all finish finish out strong with a with a very good message to it in the end. And it ended up being very wholesome to me, I think. Yeah, it like, did. It was wild. Like, I think wild in the beginning and then it like ended up like I mean it was wild from beginning to end, but like I think that this one, this one more than all the other ones, I think the the people showed a lot of growth on there. Now I don't know if it was staged just for the camera, or whatever, but um, they fooled I, me. I, I do, yeah, they they definitely fooled me, especially especially my man Kells, bro. When when y'all when y'all meet the boy Harry. Kells, bro, my boy, my boy Harry. No, Kells, Harry wasn't about the bag though. I don't care. Harry got the baddest drone on there, bro. No. She's not the baddest joan on there. Wasn't the baddest joan on there? My baby Rhonda, bro. <laughs> you tripping. Oh, Rhonda wow. really the sturdiest joan on there. Oh, wow. But but you could tell you could tell some of them wasn't about that bag, yo. No, nah, I nah. promise you. I could nah, be on Harry, that show. My baby Harry and his drone were not about the bag, bro. But they were at I the end. I couldn't I couldn't be on that show. I might I might I might fight about the bag, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna end up stealing off on somebody about that bag. Yeah, I feel you, bro. All right, so let's get get into previewing the last dance. So everyone out there that doesn't know or has been living in the rock, um, this thing has been everywhere. They're um, coming out with a documentary of the Bulls' uh, last season, 1998 season. Yeah, 1997-1998 season that they were all together with Phil Jackson and everyone. Um, it comes up on ESPN at 9 o'clock. It will be on Netflix tomorrow on Monday. So anyone who doesn't have cable or whatever but has Netflix, they can watch it on Monday. So um, what do you think we're going to get out of out of this? All right. So basically, right, I really wasn't expecting this till June. But obviously, because the original release date was June 10th. But obviously, you know, all the shit that's going on. ESPN said, ESPN said, we got to make the executive decision and drop it on these niggas. I'm so excited about this that I'm skipping Insecure for it. That's <laughs> that's how excited I am about it. Because Insecure really my shit. But I think what I want, what I think I'm going to get out of it and what I want out of it is two different things. Um, I think that we're going to get, uh, you know, very in depth look at the locker room and all the locker room drama that was going on uh with the bulls and and you know with the with the the tension with the front office i hope i hope they do talk about how scotty was being crazy underpaid basically his whole career with the bulls because scotty wasn't really making shit they bring in tony kukoc he get into a bag more than scotty is and scotty all pro out here but also I do, I do want them to touch on how Michael Jordan was really the Pete Rose of the NBA. <laughs> that's that's, and if y'all don't understand that reference, I think that uh, Michael's retirement was forced because nobody, I don't, nobody is retiring in their prime after three Pete over a, a dispute with a general manager. Yeah. You could, you could, you could, you could shove that narrative down my throat all you want. Pause. Pause. But, but uh, but I don't I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't up, think bro. that's the reason. 
Hell no, nah, bro. Hell no. Nah. We're not going to just skate past that. You would just say that. I said pause. I'll pause myself. All right, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You heard me say pause. You heard right, me bro. say pause. Don't Go interrupt ahead. me again when I'm when I'm when I'm in my shit. All right, my fault, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, I just I just don't see how you could continue to try to push that narrative because no that's unprecedented. No player has ever retired in the middle of their prime after that many championships just because of the dispute with the front office. I think that Mike was out here gambling on the games. You know what I'm saying? This is just speculation. We all, we've all heard the stories, though. Um, we, we Most people know that Mike wasn't the greatest of dudes. Um, oh, and all y'all Jordan fans, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's disrespecting us us, us Brian fans on, on the timeline, mm-hmm. mind your business, all right? Like, like, what's up? Like, y'all been talking about Bron all day. Y'all the ones that make everything about LeBron. Yeah. Like, LeBron fans, we just be chilling because we, we securing the fact that our guy is the GOAT. Yeah. But what I what I hope to get out of this is that, like, I just want to see, like, all the personalities they had. They had Dennis Rodman in there. They had Jordan. Thought he's the best player. Scotty. Cool coach. Was Steve Kerr on that team? Yeah. Yeah, Steve Kerr was on the team for the second three people. Like all that. Like I don't know if they're gonna go. I don't know if it, they just said it was on that one season. So I don't know how much else we're gonna get besides that one season. But I mean, we they given us ten episodes. So I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be in depth because a lot has happened. Because I know I watch I watch Skip and Shannon every day, and uh, Skip spent that season because Skip was a journalist first. He spent that season with the Bulls. So he said that it was it was a lot that that took place during that during that season. So uh, I I can't wait to see how how detailed they get because my my feelings about Michael Jordan aside, like he definitely he definitely is one of the greatest players of all time, and like I do I do like to see greatness at work. So I, I really would like to see just just that whole that whole situation and how. Basically, how the how the gumbo is made, you know what I'm saying? I feel you on that. Then you talk about that push off too. Oh yeah, they do need to talk about that push off. They they be trying to say Mike got away with a lot, but it's cool because he might. I get it, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. We all know. Um, but let's get also also another thing about Mike. That nigga was ball by choice. You can't trust no nigga that's ball by choice, bro. <laughs> Them ball by choice ass niggas, evil, bro. Some of us got like real receding hairlines, nigga. Don't do that. They Grow disrespect- your hair, nigga. They, they disrespectful, bro. They disrespecting us, bro. Uh, all right. Do you want to keep it in the sports, or you want to talk about something? <clears throat> I mean, we could keep the sports right now. All right. So, all right, let's talk about Bleach Report. Bleach Report. Port put out and uh yesterday MVP versus MVP and who we're taking on a one-on-one matchup. So the first hey, one hold on, hold on. Before we start this, I just want to say we need sports back bad because Bleacher Report and ESPN have been putting some shitty ass content out on their social media. Not so much ESPN, but Bleacher Report been putting out some bullshit. These niggas released a Kelly Oubre highlight package. Now I, I fuck with Kelly Oubre and I fuck with his game. But when was Kelly Oubre ever deserving of a highlight package for the Grammy for Twitter? Please let me know. Ooh, Kelly Oubre tough. 
he tough, but he tough, but but is he getting a highlight package during during a normal time? Bro, he dunked on most niggas this year, bro. What are you talking about? That's cool. That's cool. His name not big enough to be all down down my timeline like the bro, way he's doing he right has, now. Like some of the top like posters. He do. He do. I agree. I agree, but let me get that from Baller's Life and Overtime, not Bleacher Report. Kelly, what Kelly Uber, not Bleacher Report quite yet. Bleacher Report? What are you talking about? Bro, who, bro, all right, you text any girl on your phone and be like, who, Kelly Uber? I promise you they're going to know who Kelly Uber is. Bro, we already tried this, bro. They like who? No, they're not you like know we who? already tried this before, bro. A couple of them asked us who. All right, but we definitely know, like, people who actually follow sports, girl, if girls know you, then you're going to get a Bleacher Report, bro. They they probably yeah they probably gonna, yeah, but you yeah. know the ones the ones we know probably gonna say Matisse. But yeah, that's they any chicks, bro. I'm gonna keep it being. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You're out there, but you're any John. No, he's not. You're he's not. He's not sorry. You're any John. <laughs> it's okay. We still fuck with you. You just any John. You, you just anyway, any John. It's cool. Before I start any more beef, um, let's get right into this. Um, all right, so first matchup is AI versus Steph. Let's actually let's, let's, let's go like this. Let's go like this. Game to eleven. What's the score? Who wins? Shit. I got. I mean, if if AI get the ball first, Steph not touching it. Steph not touching it. What's the score? So you 11, oh, no. 11 zero? 11 zero. Hey, Steph not touching it. I love I love Steph, but Steph AI got too much in the bag. He got too much in the bag, and Steph's not the greatest of defenders. Uh, but I think if Steph get the ball first, he's going to get his little shit off. But I think it will probably be around 11-6 AI. Okay. Uh, I got AI, like, 11-5. Either way. Either I way. think, he, like, Steph Curry going to get at least one stop. That's that's respectable. That's respectable. What's next? Uh, Kobe Jordan. Oh, and in oh. here, in in the picture, Jordan has the ball. So we'll go. Who, so we'll go with whoever has the ball. They get ball first. I don't know. I think that really that might be a win by two type John. What like seventeen? I don't think. No, I think straight, 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 straight to eleven. Straight to eleven. If it's straight, if it's straight, then I'll probably I'll probably give. Ah. I... Give it to Jordan for real, for real. I want to say Kobe, but I really want to say Kobe because fuck Jordan, but it's probably Jordan. We got Jordan eleven ten. But if you if you play if you play normal rules like in this win by two, that game would go on forever. Yeah, it would be impossible. Like it would just happen. It would be whoever, impossible to finish, bro. Whoever whoever gets lucky first. All right. right. Uh, next, D Rose Russ and D Rose has the ball first. Prime D Rose too. That, prime D Rose. MVP. Prime D Rose. Prime Prime D Rose and MVP Russ. They, it's kind of like, almost the same nigga. Like, they. Mm, I might go. With, I might go with Brody. Going like Brody, I, would, I, I might go with Brody like 11, 11, 9. I'm going with D Rose eleven. Eleven. Let's go eleven. Yeah, like 11 9, 11 9. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think that one. D Rose was shifty as shit. Like, that, that, that's another one that'll go either way because, like, they both they both got that little killer will. Like, Russ, 
Russ really got the killer will. The only thing that might keep Russ out of the game Can't is shoot. probably Russ going, Russ going to shoot himself out. D. Rose wasn't a shooter now. Yeah, I know. But well, so. isn't a shooter. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I could really go either way, but I'll take Russ just because Russ is my preference. All right. <laughs> Bron, Bron, uh, Bron, uh, MJ, uh, Magic, bro. Magic, come on now, bro. Come on now, bro. Bron, <laughs> Bron cooking every nigga on this list, bro. Stop playing with me, bro. Like, come on, bro. It's Bron, bro. I love Magic. Like, I definitely used to, like, watch the little Magic Hardwood classics, and I know what he got into. But I don't think Magic would be able to just keep up with Bron, like, pure athleticism and his, uh, his like, the level of dominance that he brings to the game of basketball. Like, Bron, Bron 6'8". 280 and move like like he's 6'2", 195. Like different 250, but 260, bro. No, nah, at his heaviest, at his heaviest, he was 280. Yeah. Like Miami Brown was 280. 260, 270. Miami Brown came into the season at 280, and the season he finished the season at like 270. During the season now. Oh, he was gaining weight during the season. They say, yeah. I need I need to see what Brown be on because I always be on the road and you like be eating out and shit. That's what Gilbert Reedus be saying. They, they be gaining. Oh, well, for me, for me, it never fails. I always lose weight during the season. Different. We in college, bro. Yeah, I I definitely go into a season like, and I lose fifteen pounds. I'll be fifteen pounds lighter by the end of the season. So who's what's the score? Brown and Magic. Yeah. She Brown might Brown might be like 11, 11, 4, 11, 5 on some, say, on some shit. I'll say 11, 11, 8. Cause scoring scoring really not what Magic did. Like he could score, but like Magic Magic is was really like the ultimate five on five nigga. Like Magic really orchestrated the shit out of offense. Like mm-hmm. I ain't never seen no shit like that. All right. We had some debate about this one. Uh, me and Tim did. Uh, Giannis, KG. KG? Yeah. Giannis and KG? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is definitely hard because, like, T-Wolves, KG? T-Wolves, KG. T-Wolves, KG. T-Wolves, KG was different. Um... I might give it to KG just because KG shoot better. His What's jump shot is a little like his little seventeen footer. That John, that John won, won, won the Wolves and the Celtics a lot of games. His little seventeen footer. What's the score? Uh, that's probably another close one. Probably like eleven eight, eleven nine. I'm going Giannis, bro. You going Giannis? Yeah, you just. I see. Too- I see why you. I see why you go there. But K, KG. I think that KG, I think KG could like he he could he could strap down on Giannis if he got to strap down. Like KG got I think KG got more dog than a lot of niggas that ever played in the game. Yeah, definitely. Like, he was guarding Shaq and all them. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah. Tim Duncan, bro. Yeah. But I still gotta give Giannis, bro. He just too he too paused too long, bro. Okay, but but KG, KG got some length to him too, though. I know, bro, but I don't know. But he moved like a guard, bro. I ain't, I ain't got KG getting that. And he, oh, no. he hero around people, bro. 
I, I mean, I don't know. I think that would definitely be one of the more interesting ones. All right. Uh, next one was also a, a little debate between me and my roommate. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon and Dirk Nowinski. And Dirk? Yeah. <sighs> Damn. Uh, that that's another that's another who get ball first, John. To be uh, Dirk has ball first. If Dirk got the ball first. He might hit that little knee in Hawk's face. But Hawk was also like an elite, elite defender though. Nigga had quadruple doubles. Like I Dirk game not really athletic. I think one on one, one on one, you always give the edge to the to the more athletic player. Mm-hmm. Um because it's 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 really no help. So I think and I think Hawk could definitely he could definitely be on an island with Dirk if, yeah. if, if it came down to it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say hop, but Dirk Dirk definitely no slouch. Like I got hop like eleven, probably eleven ten, eleven nine. I think the better matchup for Dirk might have been like KD. Hell no, KD frying him. I don't know about frying him, bro. Dirk got that shit to him, bro. I think the better matchup there would have been KD. KD first, he's frying the shit out of out of Dirk easily. You think? Yes, bro. What, bro? Oh, uh, dirt, bro. Like championship dirt, bro. my nigga. What, bro? Are you tripping right now? I think I think that would be closer than you think, bro. Bro, bro if dirt is one of my favorite players of all time, bro. Probably like one of the top three scores in. Well, end with the, as like the top three scorer in the NBA, bro. Damn near not one, bro. I don't know if he's gonna be. I don't even. I don't know if he's gonna be top three. Uh. KD missed not, so much time on injury. Points, but. Points. I'm not talking about points wise. I'm just talking oh, about oh, oh. he's gonna be top third, bro. Even if oh, he doesn't end up the, no 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 no, like, no 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 KD not top three. He's the best scorer I've ever seen. Yes, bro. He's, he's seven foot, he's seven foot and gets a shot off of wherever he wants to. But I don't I don't I don't I don't know if it would be that easy, like in the one on one with him and Dirk. Like you said it like KD putting like eleven straight on Dirk. It's not gonna be eleven straight, but damn near. No, no, Dirk got some shit to him. All right, whatever. Dirk, Dirk was the, he was the early model of KD. Bro, K, he does not do the same things KD do. No, Dirk, KD, KD, Dirk 2.0. Like, he took Dirk game and just, like, expanded on it. No, bro. I've never I'm seen K, Dirk come down, pop, up to the rim, pull up, bro. What? Hold on, Dirk got a little handle to him, though. You seen Dirk okay, do bro. it. Dirk got a little handle. That nut-ass video of him almost breaking his back. <laughs> he was old, bro. Prime Dirk. <laughs> Prime Dirk has some shit to him, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right. Next, we got um, we got Shaq and we got Kareem. I'm going to take Shaq. Take Shaq, too. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take Shaq. Shaq really probably the most dominant force in NBA history like nobody no, stopping Shaq. Oh, what's Shaq though? We not we not getting lazy ass old Shaq, right? It's Lakers Shaq they have on here. And then it, is it Bucks Kareem or is it Lakers Kareem? Lakers Kareem. Shaq. His old, yeah, he was too old at that point. Kareem Kareem was old on the Lakers. Kareem when Kareem got to the Lakers, he benefited a lot from Magic Ma- Putting him in positions to score, yeah. But I think Shaq was just like, like too wow, strong. Shaq, 
Like too Shaq. Strong. Wow. Yeah, Kareem. Kareem was definitely like a a skinny, skinny guy. And All Shaq right. was a crazy athlete before he got lazy. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, KD Bird. KD, come on now. Eleven zero. Eleven zero, bro. Right now. Huh? Me right now, bro. That was the last one. Bird, bro. Come on, bro. That can't be the last one, bro. KD and Larry. Nigga. Bro, KD smoking Larry, bro. Come on now. Larry was great and all that. But I think Larry MVP, his MVP season, he had back problems. <clears throat> so KD. KD I don't was, care. That's the best Larry. Man, bro. Couldn't touch KD, bro. The best, the best version of Larry. I mean, like. The best version Rick of Larry is probably 100% healthy. Probably 11 6. Fucking rookie KD is cooking this nigga, bro. Probably 11 6, bro. Rookie KD is cooking. Today, KD, April 19th, KD is cooking this nigga 11 0. Rookie KD is giving this man work 11 6. Sure. No, no matter what Larry you put in front of, what KD, it's over for Larry. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, next thing I got for you, Shaq put on his Instagram, uh, prime, a Laker, well, probably like a Lakers all-time team versus a Bulls all-time team. And he, on the Lakers team, it's Shaq, AD, Bron, Kobe, and Magic versus Jordan, D-Rose, Scotty, Artis Gilmore, and Dennis Rodman. And he said in the seven-game series, uh, Lakers will win four two. What do you think about that? Give me, give me the Lakers in, in four or five. To be honest, four or five. Because outside of outside of Mike and and Pitt, the Lakers would just have they got too much shit for him. Like, I think like who guarding who guarding who guarding AD. Nobody. Who's sticking Magic? How do you defend Magic? You can't with. They can they're too spread out. You can't you can't defend magic with that with that four. And then Kobe and Jordan probably wash each other out. Yeah. Braun over Scotty. Scotty is not Scotty really was the best Scotty was the best defender on that team. Shaq over Shaq over the artist getting more. Shaq over the artist. That's that yeah, A D over Robin, bro. Bro, they win easily. And then the Lakers bench. The Lakers bench would be too deep. And they just said a five on five, bro. Just a five on five. Oh, but I'm saying if you if you just go on all time team, the bench would be too deep. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you probably got D Rose coming off the Bulls bench. <laughs> huh? You got D Rose coming off the Bulls bench. Starting. D Rose starting. On their all time, it's all time like uh, Bulls team versus all time Lakers team. Uh, yeah, then I wouldn't know who you could bring off the bench then. Zach Levine. <laughs> That's crazy because Zach Levine really might be an all-time bull at this point, bro. Yeah, well, shit, if you take away if you take away the Jordan years, the Bulls is really a pitiful organization. Definitely. They got uh what's his name? Uh Ryan Archer Yakio on the bench. Oh, fuck what? Yo, 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 yo. What we not gonna do, we not gonna slander no Villanova alum. That's the best college team in the history of college basketball. I don't care where the champ is. Villanova. Villanova, Jay Wright, best coach ever. 
fuck said, Coach K. You said Duke? It's not fuck Coach K. I, I really respect Coach K. You said Duke? Fuck Duke. Fuck Duke. Oh, all right. So next thing on Instagram or Twitter. Now. Uh, I, I sent you this one this morning, I think. So situation. Yeah. Uh, you're, This girl posting our thing. My battery died in my car. I called my big brother. He came to where I was at. And my brother said, every nigga number you have in your phone, delete it. And I'm serious. So if that's your chick, middle of the night, you going to help her? Or she got to call her fam? If it's my chick, obviously I'll go to help her. But fuck no. Come on now, bro. Don't wake me up with that nonsense in the middle of the night. If you just some John, if you just a bust down, don't do that. (laughs) No, what if it's like everybody got everybody got a role in your life. I'll it's not, your, it's not your chick though, but like it's the girl you fuck with. Like you still you going or not? Obviously you going for your chick, but like if it's a girl you just fucking with, like y'all not anything serious. You going? You going there? If we not serious, you seriously need to call your brother. Damn, that's fucked up. You don't got no heart. Ever that? I'm going back to sleep and be like, "What you want me to do?" Shit, and I'm the nigga. Uh, it, I'm only I'm only doing it for my chick. Or for like somebody that's a, a close friend of mine, but like, as, and like if that's not our if that's not our relationship, if you if you never asked me for a favor before, I don't know why you would ask me to do that for you. I guess. I or if you. I never if I never did a favor for you, I'm not I'm not going to start going out my way for you now, bitch. If you just catching the pipe and leaving. I feel you. All right, last thing we saw this also today on Twitter. I don't know what had what the quarantine going through or whatever, but people out here selling themselves or something. I don't know what the hell this is. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna redo. We, this. Talk, we talked about this on the we talked about this on the first episode. I'm gonna put a picture. I'm gonna put a picture in the video, but I'm, he's gonna I'm, read I'm, it to y'all. Both screenshots. Where's y'all bitches' fathers, man? <laughs> I'm not blaming the fathers. So like, uh, no, all right, so let me read. Let me read. Let me read the Snapchat. Let me read the Jones out. All right, so Shorty said twenty dollars for a lifetime premium, and you get one free hookup. Fifty dollars for the lifetime premium, you get three free hookups, and then a hundred dollars for the lifetime pre uh <laughs> lifetime premium, and you get five free hookups. Plus, you get a free threesome with her and her best friend. Then the other one was. Uh, hookup deal, I guess. $75 for an hour hookup, 100 for two, 100, uh, $125 for three, $150 for five hours, and a two, $250 for an all-night hookup. Then she said $40 for a blowjob, $60 for a car hookup, $120 for a threesome, $30 for a hand or foot job, $500 for the weekend together, so like Friday morning, then Monday morning, uh, $10 extra for anal, she'll travel to any state, and slide up for serious business. Uh, bro, talk. bro, bro, listen to me. First of all, I don't have any problem, you know, with sex workers out here. Do your thing, get your money. But them prices seem to be too low. Like, that's that's how you value yourself. You, your coochie worth $70? <laughs> that's, that's all? That's all? For an hour. Like, damn. For an hour, that's an hour. that's 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 a little over a dollar a minute, bitch. The fuck? 
And then you expect me to pay for a premium snack? Come on now. I think that if you if you a grown ass nigga and you paying for this type of shit, use a use a use a sick ass nigga for that. Quarantine got niggas like, horny, bro. No, nah, bro. These bitches out here fucking for free, bro. I'm not paying. Like, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not paying to see your snack. That's what the hub for. That's what X videos is for. I'm not I'm not paying. It's it's free. It's free out here, bro. Definitely right. I'm not paying for it. Y'all nasty niggas keeping these bitches in business for sure. These bitches will not get a dollar out of me. You hear what I'm saying? I feel you, bro. You you uh, you paying for it, bro? Come on now, don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> my fault. I know your body, bro. Yeah, you know my body, bro. All right. Um, I know you're probably gonna put this into the video, but you wanted to talk about the one racist TikTok or something like that. Oh yeah, no, just. Now, this has been a little influx of a raci- a racism on the top. Now, me, I think it's funny how stupid these white people look doing it. <laughs> like, the one John, the one John had the, the white boy talking about some how to make fried chicken. And then he said, cool, now that our black people is here, how my forum look picking cotton. Bro, at this point, at this point, they really just asking for it. Mm. And then the one girl made a video with her boyfriend talking about some niggers, and then she trying to cop please on the socials. She's talking about, then, I just read, I read, I'm on Twitter right now looking at it. She said, recently I was diagnosed with COVID-19. I'm only 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I Hold up, let me finish. I don't think anybody does. While this does not excuse my actions, I just want to say I was being ignorant and racist and blaming my diagnosis on the black community. I wanted to ease my mind and make fun of others because of my situation is already as bad as it is. My boyfriend is not racist. I forced him to make the TikTok and I tricked him. I posted it. Now he did not expect it to blow it out of proportion. I promise I'm not racist. I'm sick. I just need help. Bro, but last night she said that her boyfriend made her do it. And then for the, love the story. God, and then she said, for the love of God, stop sharing the video and my name and picture. Do you know what this feels like? I've never been this scared. It just isn't fair. Imagine you're a stupid teenager just going along with stupid teenager stuff and then your life gets ruined forever. People not caring what's in your heart or what you're really like only defined by a stupid video. Please, please stop sharing. Bro, you know it's crazy to me. Oh, all this shit, bro. If God loved black people, we're going to put all this in the video. If God loves black people, then why did slavery exist, huh? Yeah, that's right. Just because we needed to teach y'all ignorant, disgusting species a lesson and train you to be decent humans in society. And guess what? You still continue to cry and outrage uh, at everything. Blacks are just gross and they want to nag at the world. Stay in your place. Bro, I'm telling you. This bitch posted her like COVID-19 shit and all the how she got tested for it. First of all, fuck her COVID. I don't I don't care. Um second of all, it's funny because like white people they get they get they get the opportunity to hide behind the coke of youth all the time. You see it every time, every time it's an old tweet from somebody that's 16, 17 years old. That said, nigger, oh no, he was just a teenager. He was just a teenager. No, we're not doing that no more, bro. At 16 or 17, you pretty much you pretty much are who you are, and you 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 got some formulated opinions and thoughts. So if that's your 
if that's your uh, opinion, you know what I'm saying? She's not sorry because she did it. She's sorry that she got caught. Yeah, that's, that's, how right. she, that's how she talk on the day, on the day-to-day basis. I would have, I personally would have preferred that she doubled down on what she said. You know what I'm saying? But all this cop and police shit, that's not, that's not what we doing. If you're going to have these views, double down. You feel me? I feel you're you, not bro. doing it like that. Well, stop being racist. That's all we got for y'all today. That's all we got for y'all today. I don't, I don't really got as far as, You got a favorite thing this week? Venting, um, I, I would have had a favorite thing had the had the the IG battles going properly, but uh, no, I don't have a favorite thing this week, bro. I ain't this got week it. was kind of it was kind of uh, yeah. I heard you've told me last night. Um, I mean, I guess that's it. I mean, I guess I could just say my favorite thing this week was too hot to handle. Go check that out. It was very was very pretty. Dirty watch. My fault, bro. I, I appreciate you doing that for me. But no I've definitely yeah. been in a... I will say that this week I've been in a rabbit hole of, like, romantic comedies and the shit like that. <laughs> so, i just been watching all that shit. But uh, I'm, a, I'm a big rom-com guy anyway. Oh, my favorite thing from this week is uh, Cruise Landscaping Services for my man KJ. Y'all need any landscaping shit done? Go see my mans. Do that shit. Um... That was promo. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting that if we don't see no bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Before one more thing. Stop with the pyramid schemes on Instagram, y'all. I'm tired of seeing that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, bro. I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot about that, yo. That shit is a pyramid scheme, bro. Can you stop with these little... I see niggas try to call it a blessing wheel. Turn 100 into 800. That don't even know. That's it's definitely a pyramid, a pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. That's just in the shape is an inverted pyramid, bro. You're not getting over on me, bro. Y'all gonna get y'all. Y'all gonna get like eight niggas to contribute to your bread, and them the new niggas never gonna see no bread. Unless you keep getting niggas, and then them niggas never gonna see no bread. Just keep going and going and going. Yeah, bro. People always get fucked in the pyramid scheme. Yeah. All right. But this but, shit running long. I'm trying to go watch the, trying to chill, watch the doc and all that shit. Watch this doc. We definitely got a, a little bit of time before the doc come on. But um, as always, this has been another episode of the Socially Distant Podcast. Uh, like, follow us, subscribe, all that. I'm putting uh, all our social media in the in the bio and everything like that. Um, so as always, we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Peace. Peace.
don't live in no mansion Told that little bitch I'ma need me a condo with all of the views cause my vision too fancy I once had a bitch who was bad as when Jamie met Fancy But she was too antsy, her dress was the full like she listened to Lancy My diamonds been dancing, like summer I spent that a house in the Hamptons With women from Brampton, I'm done with the lamping I'm running it up but I don't do no cramping I'm sick of that most, but not talking about cancer. Rock go like I'm Manson. They ask how I do it, I don't got the answers. It's up like I stamped it. Yeah, yeah. I wanna hug yeah. with the runners. Yeah, I'm the big man on the campus. Oh, don't live in no mansion. Oh, I'm the big man on the campus. Oh, don't live in no mansion. Oh, I'm the big man on the campus. Oh, don't live in no mansion. Oh, I'm the big man on the campus. Oh, don't live in no. I got the kiss, so we lit up a candle. Ooh. Hopping the wood to a scandal. Rocking the bitch on cross bread for my sandals. Ooh. Me seeing they got their handle. Make sure my brother stay shining like Tampa. I'm in Florida with a canvas. With my clothes one, so I don't need no hampers. I'm rocking designer from samples. My pockets stay knotted like Bantus. My stockings stay up cause I can't lose. I'm running, I do what they can't do. Take sake shots when I'm in Santos. Keep 200 stacked on my man too. We got it right now with no manual. Get money, stay bro, that's the man, you Get money, stay bro, that's the man, you